Blog Talk Radio. You are listening live. Well, do it live. Yes. Of course, unless you're not listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast Cast. It is Wednesday. It's July 6, 2022. Uh, I'm Travis Bryant, and joining me in just a sec will be co-host extraordinaire Cameron Hawkins. We bike. We haven't been around uh, at least live since it's like a bunk. First week of June, and we'll have a show last week, the 22nd, whenever that was, and I had to cover for some work, and all that is over now, because I have moved up laterally, and maybe a little slightly up in the world, Um, switched departments, I got weekends off, I'm off at five now, I can race home and hurry up and make coffee and set up and do everything in 15, 10, 15 minutes. But we're back to, we're back to weekly. So we're here today. We'll be here next Wednesday and the Wednesday after that. Uh, and Wednesday after that going forward uh, for the foreseeable future. So we bike, uh, get back into the routine, please. I know this has been a crazy eight or nine months for the constellation. Um, it's, uh, this every three week live show stuff. I was telling maybe Rich or something. I was like, we ain't talked to Darrell in it feel like six months. You know, we used to be in that man's routine on that man's schedule. And Lauren probably goes off it, you know, on Wednesday afternoons, evenings for him and, you know, Buki set up the show and he do what he do. We ain't talked to that man in months. Um, so hopefully Darrell and the rest of y'all get back on schedule and get back on routine. We bike. So in the, in the meantime, let me go ahead and give out all the pertinent contact, uh, contact information. This is an interactive show. So please reach out to us in one or all of the following ways. If you want to have your voice heard on this show, two ways of going about that. First way, hit us up. Give us a call on the Constellation line and talk to Cam and myself live on air tonight. Hit us up at Three four seven two zero two zero one zero three. Once again, give us a call and talk to us live at three four seven two zero two zero one zero three. If you can't call us live, but you do indeed want to have your voice heard, you can drop us a voicemail. Voicemail gives you three unadulterated minutes to uh, voice your opinions, ask your questions, uh, 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 shout your conspiracy theories. Yell your your insider news, your backstage uh, happenings, who you saw at Starbucks. Uh, Drop us a line at 415-787-5229. Once again, drop us a voicemail at 415-787-5229. You can always drop us an email as well if you don't want to have your voice heard on this show. Uh, drop us a line at East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Let us know in the uh, subject 
of your email, which segment, VIP or non-VIP, that you would like your email read in. So if you want to hear Cam and me uh, uh, answer answer a question or comment on something you, you got to say, uh, drop us a, a, a non-VIP email. If you want something for Rich, if you go that extra mile and you are a Torch VIP member and you want to hear Rich and Mai's opinion about something, uh, drop us a VIP email, but they both can be sent to East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter as well. Find the show at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. You can find uh, my personal Twitter at Trav Lord, and you can find Cam at Seahawk, at C E E Hawk. And speaking of C E E Hawk, follow along, listen along, watch along. On Twitch, twitch.tv slash Seahawk. And uh, join in on the conversation. I see uh, see some regulars. I see some folks I've never uh, seen before in the chat. So, <clears throat> oh, am I quiet? Hmm. Maybe, yeah, it's been six damn weeks. I don't, I don't, or however long it's been. I think I'm all set up. I don't have all the buttons and doodads like Cam has. But uh, the mic's. As close as it's going to get to my face, I feel comfortable with. Um, well, hopefully we'll we'll get Cam on and it'll balance some things out. That's uh, speaking of. Oh oh oh! You know what? Before we bring Cam on, follow us on Facebook. Hit the fan page. Give us a like. Facebook.com/slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. Give us a like. <clears throat> Share us on your timeline. Tag your wrestling buddies. And then uh, uh, spread the word that way. Y'all, y'all know how it works. So, yeah, without further ado, Cameron Hawkins. Welcome back to the live East Coast cast, my friend. Yeah, man. Um, um, good, good to be back. <clears throat> Number one, yeah, if you can raise your volume up a little bit. Everybody thinks it's a little hard to hear you on your end. I know you ain't played with the settings in about a month. But, you know. What do I do? Okay. Uh yeah, you know, um it's been it's been cool. Things have been happening as they were. I actually recorded uh episode one thirty two of the South Congress podcast and you will never hear it. <laughs> you will never ever hear Guess it what? ever. I believe you. Huh? Can you hear me? I said I believe you. Oh, you believe me? Yeah, it was um thinking about that today. You know. I'm not saying well, not don't do it, but bringing home, you know, two women, three in the morning to talk about customer service uh, after drink 46 doesn't always result <laughs> in the very best of stay next to the microphone, focus on what you're doing, don't put your hand there. You know, it's a lot of that. So I'm going to have gotcha. to revisit that. Um, but, yeah. I, I think a lo- I, I, I'm sure there are a decent amount of folks who would be willing to suffer through the inconsistency of sound and all the perceived things about that particular podcast to uh, hear the tidbits and see the tidbits maybe uh, that, um, that you are denying them and telling them you're denying them. You could have just kept all that to yourself, but you're like, "Mm, I had this fire, sexy, you know, who, who knows? My imagination's running wild now. Podcast, and you'll never hear it. What up, son of a bitch? 
Wow. And that, my friend, that is what the Patreon is for. <laughs> yeah. Um, so as we're talking, Trev, I have, um, and you can see it, and my chat can see it, but I'm doing a, uh, watching a long play of WCW NWO Revenge, mm-hmm. and it has the most fantastic intro to a game ever with a truck driver in the middle of Atlanta and meeting Sting on the road, and there's flaming barrels, and Sting is pissed. Then he finds Hulk Hogan, and he gets his heartbeat back, and they face off, and none of it has anything to do with this game. That sounds like, yeah, if it's like a action, like not an action, but like a Mortal Kombat thing where you have this kind of semi-storyline. They, they actually throughout. do like the Mortal Kombat, not sprite, but the Mortal Kombat hand-drawn kind of sprite face-off thing, like with those graphics, <laughs> like with the Mortal Kombat graphics. It, it looks great. Um, and this game has nothing to do with it, and it's still one of the best games I've ever played. Like, what it lacks I don't think in I played, emotion, it makes up for in actual playability. I didn't play this one. I played uh, the other N64 one. I'm assuming this is N64. Um, so you played the one before, probably uh, WCW versus NWO World Tour. Was there no mercy for, for N64? No mercy is, is the... The, the WWF one. It's the final one. No, right, right. Duh. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one where they have all the, um, all the mechanics are as good as they, would, they can ever be. Um, and so they made Def Jam, which I played on stream. Uh, man, listen. The yesterday? Oh, on Monday. <laughs> I included yeah. this stream like, okay, worst we can get for me is, oh, we got to suffer through it to catch a Predator segment. No. Watch Cam play this entire <laughs> Uh, great. Jam, jam storyline or whatever, <laughs> and, like, and it's just amazing I, seeing the different audiences that this show or not this show. I mean, yeah, this show, East Coast Cast. But you're yeah. talking about your Twitch on the, your Twitch side. Just watching them uh, on a on a Monday is different from if you're posting on a Thursday. Different from if you're posting on a weekend. Yeah. It's uh, it's interesting who shows up and what they got to say. Then they literally waited till I got good, like. They were patient. They watched me Ice T beat me fourteen times in a row, and they stuck with me for the hour and and, and change. Yeah, I think but it might have been the stream before that. You are light, you. light, light. I don't know what to do, man. I'm close as shit to the mic. Everything is. Uh, I don't. I don't want to. In the middle, boom it. I know what you mean. Yeah. Well, more than that, I don't want to like. I'd rather be light, light, light than. Because you know how it's going to sound on the recording side for sure. Yeah. Let's see if this is. Say something, right. I'm here. I'm here. I wonder if that helped. Go again. We, we, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll blame you. It was Cam. It was his connection that was holding us back. Yeah, it's blame me. I didn't do it. So how, what did um, you do to, to fix it? How did you even? No idea. <laughs> That's so weird. Uh, oh well. Okay. We will power through. We got some things to talk about. Um, it's kind of weird. It's not the biggest thing, but did you see the the commercial, the the Montez and Bianca commercial? I can't. I don't remember what they were selling. At Applebee's with uh, oh, Applebee's, right? Right. Yeah. Excellent stuff. Yeah. Fantastic. And if you're a wrestling fan, commercial I think two with Sheamus and uh, Andrew. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Yeah. Getting it. So, but yeah, I think it's to the mainstream who don't know these people. And because they were out of gimmick, 
you know, Tez and and uh and uh Dawkins weren't matchy matchy, do you know, nobody didn't have matching headbands or nothing. So I I'm thinking maybe the mainstream might not understand, like what what's happening? Why are these are they just best friends? But yeah, yeah good wow, like Applebee's, like <clears throat> that's running all over the country. That's wow, that's just Yeah. Yeah, do you want to start? You want to start with those three people, those two people? Yeah, let's talk. We can talk about uh, damn, what homegirl call them, Silky. <laughs> that in her SmackDown thread, she was describing. She described uh, the Usos as like Silky and Smooth, and then she had yeah. a whole, whole different gimmick for for the Street Profits. Um, yeah. yeah, let's talk about them. So, Money in the Bank, you had Street Profits and the Usos match up. And I said this either beginning of the year or, like, it was either beginning of the year or it was late in, uh, late last year when they had, the first time they had the Usos and the Street Profits face off on SmackDown. And it was just like, Wow. Before the match even happens, listen to the way these guys are talking to each other, right? Just listen to the way this conversation is going. There's a rivalry brewing. Maybe like, it is super established team versus team who's done well but has not faced the quote-unquote top talent. You ain't faced the New Day. You ain't faced the Usos. And they had that first match, which ended in, like, Schmaz or a DQ and it was just like, wow, like this was really good. We got more of this to come. And they've had a few matches like since then. And, you know, uh, Street Profits couldn't get over the hump. So they get in there on Friday, and they kind of do the, uh, the face-off. And, you know, it's the usual, y'all can't do nothing without Roman. Y'all aren't this, y'all aren't that. And then it's the question of we heard there's friction between the two of you. Like it's never been visited, never been talked about, but mm-hmm. all of the friction has been from the Internet. You know what I'm saying? Saying that, uh, you know, Tiz is HBK, so Dawkins must be Janetti, and it's just a matter of time. And then <laughs> you got Tiz putting on 20 pounds, and they acknowledge that, like, on the show. Um, you got Legends saying, I, don't know, I can't, maybe Legends isn't, but I think it was like an old timer, old head that said on Twitter or in a publication or was quoted and was saying that Dawkins, which I agree, shouldn't be written off the way most fans do when it comes to defining those two and their singles potential. Uh, the, the idea that, like, Dawkins gets that, oh, shit, I, I've seen this guy for eight years, and I'm very mm-hmm. comfortable and used to him and know all his things, and, I'm, you know, just the, like that Bret Hart stuff. Not saying he's Bret Hart, but you looked up and – as a fan, and you're like, wow, Bret Hart's been around my entire, you know, me at 13 when he won the title, you know, mm. you know, my entire, you know, so that was the time to give Bret Hart a push. It was besides needing him, uh, but it was, he had that equity built up, and I just don't, and obviously tag teams don't get the shine that he got in the 80s and all that, but mm-hmm. yeah, he should not, Dawkins specifically, should not be uh, 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 written off, and them kind of leaning into it, Obviously, it's that WWE thing or anybody thing where it's like, okay, let's see where this goes. But, uh, you know, hopefully them leaning into it is them acknowledging, uh, you know, more than just the Internet. But, like, hey, let's 
let's turn this into something. Let's prove that Dawkins ain't fucking Marty Jannetty. Yeah. Which is an insult, because Marty Jannetty was a good worker. He was just a fucking fuck-up in life. Yeah, but there are reasons we didn't get more of Marty Jannetty, and very few have, have, have to do with them being Shawn Michaels just being better than him. Right. Like, Shawn Michaels is better than everybody at that point. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it wasn't a Jannetty thing. It, was, or it wasn't a Michaels thing. It was a Jannetty thing. But, no, you saw Dawkins hit the damn uh, hurdle over a lean-down Lashley and then do the tope suicida on Monday and land on his feet. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, Dawkins is very good. He's just next to Superman. Um, but anyway, so they acknowledge that, and then they get in there on Saturday and have the WWE match of the year. Like, it just is. Pretty much. At the main point, that's yeah. their match of the year. Like, as I'm good sure. as Bianca Becky was, like, this is this is the one. Also, I think that I think Riddle Reigns is super underrated because it was on free TV and because it's Roman Reigns. Yeah, like, and then you I, have, like, I think would help. Body, like, there's some good stuff. But what helps is there were no. Sh- I don't think in the Riddle Roman match there were no shenanigans. Like it was a clean match, and well, like he might he might have healed it up better because the, sh- the finish was a shenanigan, but not like a hit him in the. Are you talking about Riddle? Or are you talking about Riddle, Riddle and Reigns are the one I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. I don't remember the Usos or anything. They didn't. Uh, oh no, the literal finish factor is. Uh, I think it was Jay. Uh, Jerry, Jimmy, I'm sorry, but when they yeah. pinned Montez, they literally pulled his left shoulder up to give him leverage to pin him, and the ref couldn't see it. Wait, and you're so talking about money match, in the bank? Yeah, after the match, yeah, I was talking about weeks ago. Yeah. Okay, so after the match, the whole thing was like, why did they even count the pin? Like, Tez is pissed immediately. Why did they even count the pin? My yeah. shoulder was up the whole time. So yeah, it was like. Oh, it was, it, it was, you said you, you haven't watched the trials? No, the Money in the Bank, I have. I was yeah. just in a minute ago talking about Riddle and Roman, and you were talking about. Oh, okay, yeah, that's what thing. I thought yeah, yeah. I asked. I thought you would switch it over. But yeah, um, but damn, like that, it was, it was a perfect finish for a damn near perfect tag team match. Um, that we're going I, to get another one of at SummerSlam, right? Like, yeah, they got to run it and back. justify a legit rematch for sure. Right. Like, they better run it back. Like, it's a fan. Like, uh, I want to see that again. And I want to see it with no controversy. And depending yeah. on what they do before we get there, I don't know if it if it ne- ne- uh, necessitates a gimmick. But you can. You can throw a gimmick on top of it. But I mean, because you can do a third match and a fourth match. And that's like, you know, you don't want to run convince that me. far back. I don't think it justifies, like, a cell or a cage, but I don't know a – I'd like to see them go two out of three falls. Oh, so I a gimmick, but, involved. like, a, a just a good traditional gimmick, no implement. I, I want to see that, though, like, because it's strictly – it's not I hate you, it's not you hurt my feelings or my family, it's we're better, and if we need – we need firm confirmation that one of us is better. How right. else to do it than whoever can, you know, whoever can get that two out of three. I would love to see that. Because what I would do was I would give Tree Profits some type of crazy, shocked you, you weren't ready win, non-title, to get them a two out of three fall. 
even at this point with the you have a ready made main event. Or I'm sorry, a ready made rematch with the shoulder and all that kind of stuff. I don't think you yeah, need another thing talk. to get to the match. Even if you don't get the match before, I think the Usos can justify why, hey, it ain't our fault he didn't catch it. You should have done more. <laughs> I think they can still justify it. Oh, for, oh, for sure. Yeah. But it's, yeah, either way. Um, yeah, I need to see it, though. I need to see it. Like, again, I, I'm not, not one to discourage other tag teams from other companies if you're a fan of their style. But this is what I like. This is the shit I like. I want to see some hard-hitting near falls because it justifies a near fall. I want this team to win. I want this team to lose. I want that. Yeah. That's what I'm here for. Not not all the moves. All the moves are great. If you want all, the moves, all the moves, though, them. that's the thing. Well, see, but no, they they can do all the moves, but it wasn't. Let me show you how many different finishes I have. Sure, I know. I definitely get what you're saying, but the, we're going to get the moves. <laughs> we're going to. Man, we'll, boy, we'll be awed. They smoked it. Oh, they smoked it. Mm. And what was your? Like, I did not was, feel. Of course, it's money in the bank. And there's more to talk about with Money in the Bank, but I didn't feel like, man, Roman is in here. This is unfortunate. No, I that that's a good point. That is, I didn't yeah. watch it live, so I didn't sit there for three hours, three and a half hours or whatever, and I picked and choose which matches I did watch. But even still, I didn't, until right now, I didn't think, <laughs> oh, shit, Roman Reigns was not on that pay-per-view. I haven't thought about it since whatever four weeks ago, six weeks ago, when we maybe talked last, and you know he wasn't going to be on it. But yeah, they they definitely carried that pay per view without Roman Reigns. Absolutely, you want Roman Reigns on every show he could be on, but uh, it's either good planning or just good good fortuitous timing where where he wasn't absolutely needed on this on this show. The card was uh, strong enough, and they had a good decent amount of surprises and whether you like the theory insertion and then the win or not, it was, you know, a notable thing. And then of course, Liv Morgan and cash winning and cashing in. Uh, I think Lashley beating him clean and then him winning money in the bank is exactly the story to tell. Like, I love that. Like, I thought there was a good match between him and Lashley. Um, Lashley continues to look dominant. They treat him like he's dominant. Lashley is 45 looking like this, just doing it. I like how he came out on Monday and said, nobody in any promotion can beat me for this title. Like, talk that kind of shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, and he's not the that type. Kind of you know, it's, it's, it, I think that line has more impact because it's Bobby Lashley saying it and not um, not Shit, not theory. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just, I, somebody, I'm just thinking of the type of uh, the type of personality that would that would make that an issue. That would go. You know well, what? Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna invite I'm gonna invite the criticism. I'm gonna invite the comparisons. I wouldn't think Bobby Lashley would be that guy, just personality wise. But it works. Holy shit! It's got me kind of like, no, oh, what? A, anybody? Because because the thing about Lashley is. No matter what promotion signed him, they would book him like that. So, like, you're not signing Bobby Lashley to have your guy half his size beat him. What is 
What's the thinking? Is that a is that a is that a an official line? Is that like WWE certified? You know, stamped and approved, or is that Bobby kind of doing his own thing, throwing, making his that promo? I don't his? think we've seen Bobby do his own thing ever once in WWE, except the hats he used to wear in promos. You don't think he went to fuck Lana? I, I just don't see him like in the position that he's in with everything he has going right. I just don't see him saying anything that was not written for him specifically. It does not seem to be his personality. It doesn't seem to be the personality of WWE to acknowledge promotions in that kind of nebulous, uh, you know, way. Just yeah, there are other promotions out like, there. Even the word promotion is to me like a very scripted thing. It's not yeah. something you say unless it was written down, or unless you're a nerd. Who'd you just say, and company? I don't mean a, a nerd who works for WWE. I mean a nerd like me and you on the internet. Well, I uh, want to argue this, the nuance of this, <laughs> this wrestling point. <laughs> uh, what was the second thing? You, I mean, we did already talk about the second um, thing. But when you, well, so I thought, that, I thought that Bianca was good against Carmella. I think Bianca just continues to be very, 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 very good. Um, and it's getting better finish. every time. Uh, but my other thing was really like, Liv Morgan winning Money in the Bank and cashing in the same night, I find really, really interesting. On Ronda um, Rousey. She didn't cash on in on Ronda Carmella. In, in a way, or yo, or even Becky or Bianca. No matter what happened, yo. Ronda wasn't going to be the heel for shit. Ronda's trash. Like, mm-mm, no. Ronda shook her hand and dipped. I was like, oh, God. Just, can you be mad about anything somebody good does to you, like, ever? Can there be a misunderstanding, something? But whatever. Um, I thought her and Natty was good because I think she's good and I think Natty's good. Um, that was a I thought hell of a, a fun little feud. Um, and like, yeah, Natty worked that leg in that damn sharpshooter, giving Liv an opening, which is how Money in the Bank is supposed to work. And Ronda, like, I would have rather seen her begrudgingly kind of shake Liv's hand, like, you know what, fuck it, you got me, other than just being like, congratulations. Like, come on, dog. Well, it's more because she's like the sorest of losers. Like, we know her and her how her reactions are in real life, or in like real competitive when she lost. She didn't take yeah, that. Yeah, she well. wasn't no class act about so, it. She was happy to like, somebody who whooped her ass. To be all like. You know, buddy, buddy, girly, girly, like, hey, smiles and shake your hands and congrats, young, 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 uh, young woman on your on on defeating me. It's just and, you know, to me, it just it just seems like put on like, all right, it's not an aspect of her like her acting is not going to get better, you know, and that's and, and listen to what I'm saying, though, her acting is not going to get better, but that is absolutely a symptom of being an excellent pro athlete. Their acting doesn't get better. Every think about all the athletes you've seen in movies or TV. They are terrible Awful. at projecting anything other than "Hi, I'm actor," you know, or athlete. Yeah. I, they're when you see one that's halfway decent. They uh, it's oh my god, this guy's look. You you've know, been because most crossover most, most pro athletes. What would you say? Ten, eleven years old. Somebody saw that thing in them. And so it would stop everything else you're interested in, and we're going to focus on this. 
And so, you know, you didn't get to do other things. You weren't in the school play, you know, like you weren't writing skits with your friends. Right. You were on the AAU bus trip, out, out, out of town bus trip. Exactly. You know, exactly. Sucking up all your childhood. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. I was, I I was going to say something, but no. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you know, I wouldn't be making views says I, I heard elsewhere Rhonda pitch live cashing in on her. Wouldn't be surprised. And that's even worse. If it was your idea, <laughs> you had time to work this out. You like this if this is your idea. But no, um, Liv is SmackDown Women's Champion. Uh, excellent cash in. I thought the the latter match was it was fine. Like I thought there was some yeah, cool okay. spots. I even yeah. said this though. Like as I'm watching it, I was like, I understand that Charlotte and Sasha and I think I'm really? Charlotte, Sasha, somebody else. He's just saying he's not there. Yeah, and but I was like, but this is the most athletic women's roster they've ever had. Like, it just is. The stuff that they're able to do, the way they're able to work with each other, um, and, and I just I, I say most athletic, also best coached. Like, regardless of what you think about the product, the things they are asked to do, nine out of ten times they execute them in the way it should come across visually. You know, um, yeah, yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was good. Um, and yeah, I thought I thought Liv winning was a cool change of pace, and her cashing in on the title a cool change of pace. Um, you know, her and Theory like they you have two brand new acts at the top of each division. You know, and 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 as somebody who thinks that there should be more new acts in prominent spots, it's about what you want. Yeah. And neither one of those two, Theory or Liv Morgan, are my favorites. Like, not even, mm. like, really close. Like, they're fine in their roles, uh, especially Liv when you realize, oh, it's a lot of people really dig her. Um, but still, new is good. And it ain't like they brand new. They ain't just showed up off the damn streets or anything. Yeah, they're not. They're not <laughs> super. Yeah, I mean, I'd say, I'd say Theory's a new act. I would still say Theory is a new act. I would even um, say Liv Morgan's a new act. But yeah, I would make, so make it clear Liv, they're, not, they're not rookies or anything. Yeah, I mean, Liv. It's a very interesting conversation, Travis, because I think that there is just a segment of the like, the internet loves Liv Morgan. I think mm-hmm. that. The the regular outside world likes her, but I think that she is she's an underdog in a different way, an underdog in a way of we've seen people we like get passed over and passed over and passed over and passed over. I don't know if we're all in on her as an audience, so we we don't want to put all our chips in. And yeah, we don't want to put our chips in at the moment. However. I thought that her speech when she came out Monday, I thought it, it established exactly what it should. Thank you all for believing in me. And there were people who absolutely did not believe in her who were like, you know what? Yes, I did. <laughs> you know what? Like, yes, I'm here I for did. it now. I, I, I definitely believed in you. Yeah. And, and that's no. fine. And as, as long as uh, as long as long people are with her, that's that's what matters. I hope she can deliver in the ring. I hope they can deliver creatively with her. You know, again, not my, you know, not 
not necessarily somebody I want to see. You know, she's even with an edge, I don't think that with her voice and her delivery, I don't think she's ever going to cut like that amazing promo, right? But I do think she's putting in a lot of time to get better in the ring. And so I think that part is absolutely going to come. And I think at that size, being really good in the ring is going to work. I do think that. She definitely is better when someone else is across from her, uh, giving her stuff to feed off of and work with, instead of let me engage with the audience, me in the microphone for three to seven minutes. Uh, that's not necessarily her strength, but talking back and forth to somebody, you know, sassing back or yelling back or, you know, dude, that's that's fine. That, that I've never, uh, you know, yawned or kind of was annoyed at her promos or, or her back back and forth. But um, we'll see. We get to we get to go for the ride. That's one of the wonderful things about about the genre. You know, we get to one way or the other, whether we like them or not. We get to kind of we got to we latch on and like all right, let's see where this goes. Let's see where this Everyone can hear you now, so everybody's happy now. No, I don't have to blow the fucking microphone anymore. I can back off a little bit. Jeez. Please don't blow the microphone. This is a family show. (laughs) Um, All right. Uh, Yeah, maybe rushing home with 10 minutes to go. (laughs) Maybe the show is 545. This is definitely Uh, me needing to adjust how I had it. So you're you're good. You're good. You're great. Okay. Oh right, that's what your audience saying they couldn't hear. They're listening mm-hmm. to your your thing. Our folks are probably like, "No, it's all good. Back up." I'm saying, them boys hurting. Uh, okay. Besides um, uh, money in the bank, anything anything from TV worth talking about at the top? What'd you think of Blood and Guts? Did you get a chance to check it out? I didn't. Rich and I talked about it last week, uh, so I went back and and watched the Blood and Guts match, and, yeah. you know, okay, I did not sit there and watch an hour of that fucking match. <laughs> I, you know, watched the first five minutes. Yeah. Okay, let's see how they set the tone, and, and then here, 15 minutes in, and 20 minutes in, and all right, 45 minutes, let me watch the last 15 minutes for this yeah. long-ass match. But, yeah, everything I saw, good stuff. A lot of, a lot of spots, a lot of, lot of blood. <laughs> no guts, but a lot of blood. Yeah. I'm not sure if everybody got opened up, but good lord, it felt like it. I'm sure certain people bled enough for two or three folks. So, um, but yeah, and the undercard. I heard. Oh, I I, I heard Otaku's talk so glowingly. Oh, they got a million million views. Say what now, motherfuckers? Wait, he wait, he got you too, Trav. He's got you too. <laughs> No, no, no. I just watched him react on, or you playing him on your stream the other, whenever oh, okay. he, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, he, how you so happy about the success of some company? Like, damn, I get you liking him, you fuck with him, but damn. Who cares? Like, in that way, beyond the, oh, this is notable kind of way. He, <sighs> he did his, uh, he did a video just talking about how much he hates uh, the male model gimmick that they're doing right now in WWE. Yo. He intro, he intro the video by being like, 
you guys don't even watch my videos. You just watch the clips people post on Twitter. So you don't see when I give AEW criticism. I'm like, my name is Cameron. I watch all of your videos start to finish <laughs> uh-huh. as punishment or fucking penance or whatever it is I'm doing with my life. Bitch, no, you don't. Cut the fucking cap. But, you know, whatever. And he was mad. He was, like, mad at people for, for taking his stuff out of context and mad at him for not properly criticizing and the things he says. And I'm like, dog, I, I, I'm there. I'm right there with you the whole time, especially in spirit. My heart's there. Um, but anyway. The male model gimmick is, okay, based on. It's so over the top that I can't help but, like, alone, It fucking works. Like, they picked the <laughs> right two guys and put them in the right outfits and type of outfits and and did the walk and the spotlight. You know, the whole thing. They, I think this could only get better. And if they had, I don't know how. Our, is Mansoor going to take this back to Saudi Arabia? He's going to be on the next super show, on the next <laughs> super show, fucking walking out in a tight shirt. And, well, shit, you've seen them goddamn. I don't want to say everybody's not Iranian, and that's our typical kind of like, uh, or at least like in the mainstream, the Shahs of L.A. or whatever they're called, uh, with the wide open shirts and the taco meat and the, the 800 gold chains. Uh, but I don't know how that would play in Saudi so that'll, that'll be interesting. But it, I think it worked. I don't know who the fuck Max Dupree is. I have, I was completely taken over by that. What? Dog. But that's just so let me, me out of the loop, quick. not watching week to week, every segment but, to segment. So. But you know that's L.A. Knight. Yes. I just I was like, why okay. is it? I, no, no, nothing happened. They just changed his name. Nothing happened. Um, so somebody in the chat, not quite Cubit wrote, Two things. One, Max Dupree is carrying SmackDown. Number two, Sean Rickard slash Eli Drake slash whatever the fuck could possibly or could probably sell a bag of shit to the entire nation. I said, look, the, he is cursed with the gift of being able to make anything work. Like it's a curse. <sighs> like him and this uh, is better than LA Night. Okay, let me not go that far. Because this is what day one. We've seen this gimmick once now, or, or I've seen this gimmick. Once now, I think the male model thing was the first time those guys came out. The way he called them their names, uh, Frenched up their names, it was amazing. I, I don't know if this, I think it has the shelf life of a Simon Dean type. Like, it's really cute and mm. fun the first couple times you see it. And, you know, unless. And then you got to wrestle? Unless Mason Mansoor are, like, fucking great personality wise. I'm not sure how far it can go. And they're not great personality-wise because we would have seen it in, in the thing. They've been on TV for over a year now. We would have seen something out of them beyond big, tall guy with fucking locks and, you know, handsome fucking Arab. You know what I just thought about? What? What if when they did the Simon Dean gimmick, they let him keep all of Nova's moves? And the gimmick was... <laughs> Hey, if you follow what I'm selling you, you'll, you'll be to able to wrestle like this too. Right, because he kind of ha- came out in the dumpy outfit and the fucking bullshit corny, into a regular shit, you know, aerobics thing, and it was yeah. and was not the most exciting wrestler. At you know that gimmick was not beyond the gimmick. It wasn't a whole lot of fun. Um, yeah. 
Like, seems easy. We'll see. Well, uh, okay. How long did will this last longer than uh, the, the Mexicals? Yes. No, 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 no. I, I was I was going to compare it to the thing <laughs> that that the big guy already wasn't he? He was Mace from T Bar and Mace and all that, well, right? Longer than the Revolution, Redemption, Red- Resurrection. Because yeah, uh, that yeah. went on for a while. I think you say yes. And don't realize that shit lasted like five months, six months. But they would, I mean, okay, maybe we should say, is it going to last longer or will they have more TV appearances? Okay, but this is literally week one, right? So yeah, I judge it, full, yeah, I judge it from the day that you had Mace, T-Bar, whoever Shane Thorne was, and Mia Yim. So, like, I, I know you say it was, like, five months, but that was more like two. Maybe it just felt like five months. <laughs> Maybe well, I should went six and weeks and it felt like Don't let me describe what you're saying, because it's also, after its high point, they dragged it, like, another month. So, that is, that is, that is, yeah. Yeah. Because they felt committed, like, okay, we can't just, yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Can't just uh, uh, show our bellies and and, and just let everybody know we, we know that it sucks. So we're going to keep pushing it like it's dope. All right. Exactly. Let's uh, let's talk to them. Let's see who is on the line. We miss you guys. Talk to us. They ain't miss us. Fuck y'all. God damn. Well, I think Craig is on the line, but he ain't got his hand up. And I swore I was, we were going to get to talk to Craig. But he maybe he's just listening. He's, he's just listening along. So, oh, Boris just put his hand up. So. Boris gets to talk to us first. Uh, Boris, what's happening, man? What up? Welcome back. I've been waiting, so checking in. <laughs> and, you know, I, I keep over with um, Sam over there on, on Twitch. We just had to get the other part, you back. So everybody back. So hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, we get, get, you know, get our people back too because I miss y'all, you know, uh, far as listen to live podcasts and stuff like that, for this perspective. And I'll just start off. Uh, did y'all check out any of the Forbidden Door? Uh, whatever door you want to call it. I was it? literally, as soon as I saw that you called, I was going to ask you what you thought about Forbidden Door because I know they, half, of, half of the show was your man's. Right. First, I'm going to say it like this. Wait. You Before you use... say anything, because okay. I want to make sure to drink. Travis, did you watch Forbidden Door? No, I only got to hear Rich's uh, perspective. Okay, Boris, don't talk about the good stuff. Talk slow. Talk, talk in generalities, and I'll be back and tell me about specific matches, because I got some questions for you. Wow, I have fun with Travis to get back. Yeah. I feel like this, Trav. They couldn't book this show. You know what I'm saying? It, it, because the way it happened, all the injuries and stuff like that. So imagine when we get the actual show. Will you, do you think it would actually be a really good show? Because this is based on injuries and and the timing of it from, what, you know, the, the backstory to it. It was just getting – it was actually getting the okay from people from like a like a day before and stuff like that, like, like you know, saying okay to Okada and all that. These people was actually was able to show up 
you know, that week, that day, you know, no previous booking or nothing. A lot of this, a lot of this show was just as is, as it's coming. And then Ishii, you know, his injury, we just injury feel. So we do, if they, they already said they're going to do another one. So if we get past injuries, they have we'll probably get, uh, uh-oh, is that, is that a spoiler? I mean, I, I'm, I don't know. If, if you know, I'm sure it's not. <laughs> but I'm saying they well, have. They've, they've, there's going to be another forbidden – you can't call it forbidden door, too. If it's so forbidden, how you get to do another one went, in six weeks they, they or whatever? They said this went well enough where it could be a sequel. How about that? Okay. They said this went as well enough for a sequel. All right. You know? So, I mean, my surprise is that everybody got cheered that night. I mean, everybody that showed up, because I can't, you haven't watched it, he said we don't say nothing yet, but every new fan star that from the from the um, buy-in to the whole show, Chicago gave it to him. Now, I, I dropped my jaw on a couple of guys. I'm like, him too? You know what I'm saying? It's just the way they talk about, you You know, people needing to be introduced. Well, this night was special, and I guess, like you said, this was for, you know, that niche audience, and they they showed up. They showed up. Yeah, so the people that came out, and, I, and remember, we coming, they coming from clapping, no cheering, so you can just see it on their faces. You can tell. You know that the, the crowd, that loud, that thunder, is what bring wrestlers. You know, keep making wrestlers come back. You know what I'm saying? Because oh, we still, sure. they still over there, still clapping. They still clapping over there. So, for, hey, forbidden Boris, door two, faster and forbiddener. Go ahead, go great go points, ahead. really quick. Can I interrupt with something super cool? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so later this month, I don't have a date set yet, but I am going to host a ticketed Twitter spaces with one of the art directors from Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, it's happening. Um, What's a ticketed now, spaces? Like, uh, well, you pay like, it's a, like a premium? Oh. Yeah. Uh. Um, now, unfairly, we went to high school together, and I just went to high school with a bunch of cool kids. But, yeah, we literally just talked about it right now. So, yeah, that's happening. I'm pretty excited. <laughs> Cool as shit, but okay, keep going. Boy, well, you can you can you can step in too because uh, you were saying you didn't want me to say things or spoil something. So let me let me let me ask you this, okay? And I want you to really hear what I'm saying though, and this is entirely subjective, and we can talk about the reasons. I watched Will Ospreay, Orange Cassidy. I think it was fantastic. Like, after, like, going back over it and looking at what they were doing, I think it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Boris, I watched that man for three weeks. Ain't no way that man is better than no Seth Rollins, though, Jack. Ain't no fucking way he's better than Seth Rollins. I just like him for that moment. I'm sorry? I just like Will Ospreay. I just yeah. like him for that I'm not a fan either. So I just like 
grateful for that moment for him stepping in and AEW I, yeah. pretty much harassing harassing AEW people and I just like that match for what it was. It was very good. And the thing is, like, as somebody who my introduction to him was that match with Ricochet where they were doing all that stupid shit. But I was like, oh, he can do all of the wrestling. Like, even at the time, I think it was like 2016, 2018, somebody can let me know. Like, no, he can do all the wrestling moves and make them look really good and crisp, and that's great. I, he's never made me feel like Rollins has, like, in a big-time match. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think he's good, though. Like, I think he's very physical. I think and, – and the thing about it is a lot of guys who can do really good moves but can't sell really good moves. <laughs> but, yeah, like, he he was good. I thought he was really good. I thought people were talking about they fucking ass when they talked about him being better than some damn Seth Rollins, though, boy. I was like, yo, I just don't see it, Jack. I don't know what it is y'all want that I'm not getting, but it ain't there. But, it was, yeah. That I was definitely like, match of the night. In a in a match where, here's what I think about Forbidden Door. One, I think it was really good. Two, I think you had a lot of guys who were either a figuring each other out, or b trying to remember each other. Yeah. Is and like, is it a good? Uh, I'm sorry. Is it a good comparison to say uh, <laughs> the Osprey Rollins? It's like who, people in 1997 that said cannabis was better than. Biggie or something like that, where it's like, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah that guy like, can do oh, yeah. all the lyrics and do all the double on time, you know, but he ain't. Yeah. Fucking, he'll make me feel like I do when I fucking listen to Ready to Die or some shit. Like, come on. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like, I mean, to a lesser extent, it's like, you know, when, when Lupe got established after Touch the Sky, they were like, well, he's better than Kanye, and they kind of doing the same thing. It's like, well... There's also glitz and glamour and a depth that exists in Kanye where there's depth in Lupe, but he's not presenting the same thing. Like, right. it's really good. But so people of the of either the, the underground person or the the under the, the you know, underdog type, the person that's not the you know top build, they just you know they go extra hard for their guy, and you know more love to them for for riding, but. I think anybody, like, just demonstratively, anybody that's not, like, you ask a non-Seth Rollins fan and, like, let them tell you, and I'll trust their opinion. They're going to say Seth Rollins nine times out of ten. At least they should. They got any fucking sense. Well, for but, me, yeah. um, for me, with our, with what we got, well, this is, what I'm getting off of this, which is, like I said, I just put my blinders on in a sense of my blinders in my ears. Because right now I'm just really enjoying wrestling because we're getting this thing where we're getting matchups. You know, for right now I'm on a high, which is I don't I, I'll take the story, but if we get this Tony Khan thing where he, all he's doing is got his toy box, and I I, I got me a, I got this toy, I got this toy, and, you know what I'm saying? And don't they only, these matches ain't getting no no breathing time between them, but I'm enjoying just this high of these matchups. And we got more to come, which is, you know, Ishii was injured this time, but he won't be injured, you know, hopefully, you know, get to fight again. But Cesaro, I mean, Claudio coming back. That was exciting. Yeah, that's a big deal. Against Zach Sabre Jama, Zach Mm -hmm. Sabre Jr. Oh, let me just say this to you. Me seeing Shibata come out and the crowd just blowing up. I'm like, how? (laughs) this is the person I'm telling you about. Shibata showing up and the crowd, Chicago, 
just man, just exploding. It was it's something oh. to watch to see. It's nothing like this. It's nothing like a crowd that's excited through the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? No, for sure. So perfect crowd for that show. No doubt about it. No doubt about hopefully, it. Oh my perfect crowd for that show. And appreciate you as always. But hopefully, when they do Forbidden Door Two, uh, you know the Forbiddening, it's they get like yes, that guy or whoever you just said got a big pop, <laughs> got a big pop in Chicago. They're not going to be in Chicago. Oh, shit, you know what? I can't put anything past. They might run Forbidden Door, Door 2 or whatever they're going to call it in Chicago next fucking week <laughs> and, and try to juice those fans for give me a squeeze the soul out of these Chicago wrestling fans. Um, hopefully they get to they get these guys over on TV. I know it's logistics and not everybody can show up on TV, but I would like for all of that excitement to translate to people who don't fucking know who they are. Like, who are these guys showing up on premium primetime uh, TV, taking up time and space, and even with that audience, even with AEW's audience, maybe not half, but close to half, I got to think, close to half the people that, are, that watch AEW regularly Maybe not the people that would actually pay, not the fifty, eighty, hundred thousand that would pay fifty bucks for the pay per view, but still, I, I think a good number of the fans, that million and million one that Otaku was so hype about this past week, you know, don't know who a lot of these Japanese wrestlers are, or know who they are, but don't have they haven't been presented in a way to make those fans care, like me. In this go round, they weren't on, even on TV till the very last minute. Um, so even if I was interested in seeing them, I wouldn't have been able to see them until the pay per view, which I didn't didn't buy. But yeah, so hopefully for Forbidden Door two or the next big crossover pay per view they do with New Japan, they can establish the, uh, those Japanese wrestlers and get them over on TV and get their personalities over. In some way, got to get creative. I know everybody don't speak perfect English, and their style and shit don't translate. But you gotta, you gotta at least make the effort. Can't just be like, oh, we're bringing all these people on to on to pay per view, and then they just show up at pay per view, and uh, when I never hear or see them again, and don't, they're not, they ain't got to be intertwined all like that. But give us something, something more than what they did for the build up for 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 this one. But uh, but yeah, thanks, Boris. And and uh, yeah, Boris, I'm happy. I'm happy you got something right up your alley that we could share because I know you love that 4 a.m. wrestling, and we don't always get to it. But I'm glad we have something that we could both kind of experience. And uh, it was dope. Like I, I enjoyed. Boris about like, to take his ass to one of these damn shows for real. They said Talk no, no cornrows. How is he gonna yeah. go? <laughs> I mean, AEW's run. 12 shows in 12 months in Chicago, and I'm only exaggerating a tiny bit. Um, and he ain't been the not nary one of them. And this would have been the one. You should, you could have been there when uh, Shibata got that big yep. pop. But no. Yeah, man. He's hanging out with Sonya. Yeah. All right. 
enjoying life. Nasty. I paused it uh, as this tag team tournament goes on. The next competitors are Chris, Chris Jericho and Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero. This is so wow. 1997. Eddie, don't call me Rhino Guerrero. I'm saying. And Jericho looks like Christian. <laughs> what, do you think of, what do you think of heel Christian and a bad guy literal dinosaur? Um, I think a heel, heel, heel Christian is so good at his job. He's mm-hmm. always been good. We didn't know. Oh, sure. Well, we, I didn't know how good until he cut his hair and he got that much better. And the Captain Charisma era would never get like its proper due. Um, but he was a great heel with Edge. He was a great heel with Jericho. He was a really good face ECW run. He was a good face during the Randy Orton stuff. Um, and he's a my great, favorite like, wrestler for a long time. For Love him. Long Loved time. Like, he's yeah, solidly my, my number three. Yeah. Oh, for for years from like two thousand. One to probably about '08. It was, or maybe ten. In Jericho's case, it was Jericho one, Booker T second, Christian third. That was always my top three for almost ten years. Wow, that's a lot yeah. of guys who would vote against your interest. Anyway, absolutely. Uh, well, Christian, I, I hope I hope not. God damn, I hope not. Anyway, I don't. Uh, the thing about book, like I don't know. So I know where Booker's from, and I have friends from where he's from. I don't know how deep his Christianity lies, or how deep. I bet you if I started paying Booker, cutting Booker T a check, he'd be on my side. But I mean, again, I don't know how that affects his personal life. But shout out to Book. Travis, we're we're like we need to put some muscle on that kid. We're too close to Book for jokes. Like we might again, we we're in those rooms now. We got We got to settle down. Anyway, it's, you know, um, the whole Adam Cole stuff is just like, wait a second. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, make sure the guy could muscle up, but that's say, not going to happen. Like, at this point, like, I why is that even like, a conversation? I feel like my Adam Cole jokes were always tasteful and were both sided. So even if I said Adam Cole was built like the third kid to the ice cream truck, I would also say how good he was at wrestling. Every time, but that's Every also time. as uh, still it's also an exaggeration. It's just he's small. I'd be yeah. okay being his, you know, being in his, his shape <laughs> or whatever the yeah. approximate for my body. Wrong being type. Adam Cole's just, probably a good one seventy five, like legit. Like, um, nobody like, would think twice. Shape. Nobody would try to bully uh, yeah, uh, him like, on the beach. It would just he's be an old yeah, man, or at least not Adam Cole. If Adam right. Cole wore the shorts that I wore, nobody would mess with Adam. Adam Cole would have even more attention, should we say. Yeah. Right. Speaking of... Uh, <laughs> speaking of... Uh, boy can wrestle his ass off. The kid can go. I, I get it. I see what you're doing. <laughs> but yeah. Speaking of hoochie daddy shorts, let's uh, let's go to Toledo and bring Craig on. How is that speaking of that? He got a pair on right now, don't you, Craig? Well, Craig has a, a closet full of and one shorts. <laughs> how did you know? shorts come I mean, how, how did you Craig know? Too, too, too you, I mean, Craig, you think I don't pay attention to the things we talk about. I just don't <laughs> respond to tweets. But I know exactly you got, what you do in your life. You got a webcam in here? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Putting a spy cam in Craig's house is crazy. 
Mm. Uh, the the comment you made earlier made me belly laugh for the first time in a while. The uh, half can of manwich. Like, where did he Dog. come up with this shit? <laughs> um, a lot of spare time and way too many commercials. What was the line? Um, I said because Baker Mayfield got <laughs> traded for a fifth round pick to the Panthers. Yeah. And I said they traded that man for a half a can of manwich. <laughs> wow. What else are you doing with a fifth round pick? A conditional. Yeah. Conditional. Don't pick. A conditional don't, fifth don't, round. Don't so she has to go well for somebody. Don't feed me no baloney. A conditional fifth rounder is crazy. Boy, Baker Mayfield was so very all right at football, and they tried to lie about that man the whole time because one time his whole team was perfect, and he did okay. Like, I, I will never, ever, ever cape for – and I know there are running touchdowns figured in, but if you don't have 30 touchdowns in a season in the late teens, early 20s, you're not good. Like, what are we talking about? Well, no, he should have no. had 60. He should have 30 at least. Oh, you say if you don't, if you don't have 30. Yeah. Okay. I think 30, so, yeah. 30 is like the benchmark number. 30 is like, oh, this is good. Yeah. But no, okay. you all right. Well, yeah, like 22. I think he had. I think his best was twenty eight. I think his best was twenty eight. But again, that's season three when everybody's running for a million yards. All your receivers are catching a thousand yards. Your tight ends killing it, and your defense has a healthy Miles Garrett. Like all those things. Okay. You're you're you were a great college quarterback because you played in the best college system to ever exist, and you got nineteen tries. Yeah. Sorry. Doesn't do it for me. And yes, the real, I have class bias against Baker Mayfield. I can't lie. His no, his best season. Uh, his rookie year, he went twenty-seven and fourteen. His best season technically was twenty twenty, where he had twenty-six touchdowns and eight interceptions. So in his most touchdown season, he was two to one touchdowns and interceptions. In his very best season. He was three to one, but three to one was twenty six touchdowns and thirty six hundred yards. Go to hell. Okay, I'm done. Sorry. Also, yeah. Darrell, shout out to gifting everybody a sub, my man. I got a notice that says something <laughs> ran out, and I don't. Um, well, he said, "Fuck you." <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know how this shit works, so I. I have no idea. I, Somebody Here's, like be telling me like sub for a sub. I'm like dog. I don't, I don't know what you mean. I'm 36. You have to literally write it out for me because I'm dead. right. I don't want to be the pff, I ain't learning this shit kind of guy. Uh, just, but. just wait. Just wait until Cam gets super followers on Twitter. I already have them, by the way. Um, oh, I just really? don't know how to promote it. Come on, man. Don't sleep on me. But I don't know what I'm actually doing, and I I don't feel like I'm selling a thing yet. Like Craig. I literally just told everybody, and you, you know you heard it, but like I'm like, hey, I got the art director from Spider-Man No Way Home to talk yeah, to I you. Heard that. that's I awesome. feel like that's a thing that's actually of value that I can sell to people. I do not feel like just following me on Twitter is worth a dollar amount, <laughs> unless I'm doing something different than what I'm doing. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, it's, it's not worth it, but people will pay it anyway. You know. Yeah, but I don't. I'm not a salesman, and I'm also not a slime ball. So. We'll figure it oh, out. Oh, come on. Be a slime ball. 
Please, slime. Okay, no, keep going, Craig. Talk about things. Uh, shit. What else is there? Craig, um, have you watched any wrestling lately? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I was gonna say. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say because uh, I wrote uh, the six letter because they were talking about all kinds of shit last week about you know how you know Wade keeps going on about the second million and stuff like that. And uh, and uh, casual fans, people keep going on about casual fans, and it's like I don't know if I'm a casual fan or a hardcore fan because I fiddled around with the app to watch Forbidden Door and I couldn't get it to work, and I was like, "Fuck it, they don't watch it." And but I still watch the show every week, and then like there's. There's nothing so, casual like I, about your wrestling fandom. I don't even know why you would. You are on well, the phone no. on a show talking about the wrestling you watch. <laughs> and you don't, don't talk. You but, listen. I understand we're friends, Craig. I, I do appreciate mm-hmm. your friendship. But you are on a show talking about wrestling that you watch each week. <laughs> uh, right, like, there are no casual, both, there are no casual SVU fans unless you only yeah. watch it when wrestling is about to come on. If you're dedicated to the to the dun dun, then your ass is a fan. And we've both well, met the, you at wrestling shows, uh, separate wrestling shows. Right, right. But I, I I'm not there anymore though. Like I'm not. Oh, I just, no, I, all right. Got, you got that. Me neither. Like, they were, they were, am I the same fan I was in you know 2014 or 20? Right, but would you consider no. yourself a casual fan? No. No. You. You I mean, I might literally be the definition of casual because I, I watch the things that only the things that jump out or interest me, or I'm forced to. Right. But but still, I got to then talk. Well, no, I, I, I couldn't even for, pretend to be casual. For instance, um, I didn't want to go off on. It, this. Well, they you they were talking point. about you know you know how they talk about the shoulder content and stuff like that, and um, how how they don't think you should have to know everything in the history of wrestling in order to get the joke or be in on the whatever. Sure. And That's anything now. So, but, but, so for instance, uh, Orange Cassidy changed the music last week. Mm-hmm. And it was at the beginning of the show. It was really cool. And I was like, oh, man, that's such a good fit for him right now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's a good song. Or, you know, Jefferson Starship, I doubt you guys will think it's good, but. Whatever. I got the best of Jefferson Starship, so how dare you? Well, yeah, you're yeah, you're a different cat. I like but, Jefferson Starship and Starships. Cam <laughs> like Jefferson would like Jefferson Airplane. Yeah, well that's yeah, he might. Come on, um, I like him Starship but, when they start doing drugs and stuff. But either way, like, um, they were saying. People shouldn't have to know that that was his song back when he was in the Indies and whatever. I yeah. didn't know that shit. So when I found out a couple of days later, I was like, "Oh, that's cool." I didn't think, "Oh, I missed out on the joke or I wasn't in on the thing." Hey, you can't like, be it, in on everything. That works on two levels. It works for the people who who get it immediately, and it works for people who don't know because it's a like you said, "Oh, that's a cool song and it fits" or whatever. The things that are yeah. that you like about the song and him being tied together, you don't have, you don't have to know everything. And then you found out, you're like, oh, it's even doubly cool that that's a thing. That who had a song somebody recently in the last six months 
had their indie song. Was it Punk when he showed up? He played had his indie song. They played it that one time, yeah. Yeah, like all right, there's a Ring of Honor song. How about that? But I didn't know the song. I just got it when everybody reacted, and oh, okay, that must be his Ring of Honor song. Yeah, it, it, it's a lot different for me because I missed a whole lot of stuff because I didn't start watching until 2014 Yeah. again. And so I missed a whole big old chunk of shit. Yep. And so when I'm watching now, I'm finding out, oh, that's, you know, this is, oh, he was El Generico or, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. It's like, I don't need to know that shit in order to enjoy what I'm watching. Right. And I don't think that, I, I think they're making too big of a deal out of um, the like thinking you got to know everything in order to enjoy what you're watching. I, Man, I was just it's just like everything. Everybody's super tribal, and this is and and one of and so it goes the other way sometimes, and where you criticize people for being tribal when it's like, fam, that's just how it. How it goes. People latch on to things. Like people get into things. And, yeah. I mean, dickhead fans that are like, oh, you didn't get it. You must be. But that's in everything. You know. Any yeah, I've never been popular thing, you're going to have your you're going to have your hipster fans, your day ones, your fucking posers. It's, you know. Yeah, but even 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 the like the hardcore fans that I know or I've met, they don't judge me because I don't know shit. They're not right. like, oh, you didn't know the shit because we had an indie song and back in the day. In 2014. Like, like, Craig, sincerely, the hardcore fan that you meet in person does not have the animosity nor the social skills to treat you like that. It's the hardcore fan who has a Sasha Banks Abbey, but he is both well, taller and larger than most people you know with a very, very, very bad attachment of facial hair, who <laughs> feels the need to make himself feel tough behind a keyboard, who would give you shit about what you know or don't know. Boy, when you spend I, that money to those be people a person, don't matter. Love I'm sorry? Those people don't matter, though. I'm not well, talking no, agree, about those agree. people. But no, the hardcore fans you meet in person are normally just happy to be around other people who they feel like, at the very least, share some of their interests. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can and and when they tell you something, they're like, "Yeah, that used to be a song in the Indies," and I'm like, "Oh, fucking a!" And you know, it's it, you know, it's a bonding kind of thing, but it's not ever like a like a vitriolic kind of. It's like not like a, I'm better than you because I knew that and it people get punched hey. in their face in person. Here's so, the morbid it. moment of the show in this tag forward. match on the screen right now. It is Nobody. the British Bulldog and Jim Neidhart versus Scott Hall and the Giants. Um, yeah. Not that you should ever <laughs> take odds, but who would have thought that the Giants would be the last one standing out of these guys? Like, whoa. Wait. Uh, damn. Did Scott Hall die? Did I miss that? He did, he did pass away. Yeah. It seems yeah, like really. it didn't even happen, right? Yeah. I do remember it, but that I was, don't. That was yeah. big. It, it happened like, like it a didn't month ago. Even happen. Yeah, I mean, it was like four months ago, but yeah, it did. No, yeah. I just, that, it was recently. Yeah, four yeah, months ago. In, in 96, 97, like, you know, because just because how big he is, it's like, whoa, he's huge. He can't yeah. have a long lifespan because that's not how these things go. 
Uh, and he's still and he smoking too. Thriving. <laughs> right. He come to the ring with a cigarette. He got no knees, but you know you can't fight that part. Yeah. But yeah. All right, Craig. Anything hey. else uh, before we uh, move on? Go ahead and move on, and uh, thanks for coming back, man. I miss you guys. It's all for you, Craig. Yeah, Craig. I heard it. Did it for for his personal much, well-being. You know how much money I would health. spend? Like, <laughs> I'm going to get some money here pretty soon. We don't need to talk about why. But mm-hmm. how much money do you think it would take for me to get Craig and Otaku in a room just talking about life? positive person I know and like even when things are hard for Craig he has this like undying positivity that I, like I know saying, I was... fuck the world and society sucks <laughs> it <laughs> does one of those moods well sure yeah. <laughs> it does but he also powers but through Craig, ain't tight so say, like, you know, Craig just... will do all that but still say I love you and I miss you and I care oh, that is very true yeah. right but Otaku literally like He's three steps fuck. away from being like famous and like really doing something, but doesn't see it and would just rather delve into the negative. To put him and Craig in a room and just have them rap, boy, I would pay the money. Yeah, I just don't think it would be as interesting as you think. I think Craig would be fed up pretty quickly. I just see the conversation. Who's this fucking, who's this fucking douche, Cam? <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> And I would just be like, hey, man, I tried. I thought we'd get some money. Yeah. Never mind, Craig. I'm sorry if I <laughs> even thought about making you suffer. All right. Making his triumphant return. I guess he heard us, uh, well, heard me talking about him this morning or this earlier this show. So, Darrell, welcome back. What up? What's good? What's good? What's good, so, P Valley? Yeah, what you Uncle Clifford. Not P Valley. <laughs> you heard we was coming back weekly and was like, okay, this is the week I'm uh I'm gonna show back up. Yeah, no, I ain't hear shit. Oh, that was a good coincidence. I call, I said specifically oh, yeah. for you. I was like, we coming back weekly. We ain't heard from Darrell in like four months because we didn't fuck the whole schedule up and his routine on Wednesdays. Uh, oh no, man! I work too hard, shit. man. You wouldn't be able to hear from me. Oh man, them badass kids be having me um, working too hard, man. Okay. Life, life, or working in the school system. How y'all being anyway? Yeah. Hey, man, you know. Then, then, all right. You know how you been. You know how you been, old Gucci daddy, OG. Man, I'm chilling. What you mean? I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Oh, now you're asking with, about uh, uh, Darrell. I got with like half a Twitter over the weekend, and then they got to see all the good and all the bad that is Cam, and I was like, oh, I, I hate that. I hate that. You know, I might have tried to fight a nigga or two, but it happens. It happens. Uh, it's not on purpose. Uh, but, you know, good times. Too many um, raise it up, bring it down, take it, and throw it back. Too many of those. Y'all calls you out there to try and fight. I you. mean, hey. I mean, you know, hey. No, the Negroes going to be saying something about them hoochie daddy shorts that you wearing trying to tempt all the women. Well, yeah, we gotta, then we got to have a conversation. We had, we had a conversation. And you know what? Everybody left safe. So we're good. How are you, though? What's new you, with you? you? What's going on on your end? Now, fuck me. What's going on with you? 
Yeah, man, finally taking a vacation, getting a break, you know what I'm saying? 12 mm-hmm. months employees out here, you know. It's hard life working in these school systems with these wild folks, you know. Mm-hmm. Everybody kid bad. <laughs> so did you take a vacation or do you actually have this time off? They gave us, they, they closed the school down for a week. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I ain't even have to even use my vacation day, which I'm going to have okay. to use anyway. I got like I think, a, uh, like two months worth of vacation, and I'm about to start yeah. losing losing them if I don't use them. Okay, yeah, we're doing. Um, we can't just by the nature of being a college, we can't do vacation in August. But I'm going to LA in September for the first time. I'm going to see Kendrick. Um, I'm. Uh, What's going on there, I'm, man? I mean, I'm probably. I don't know how many days, but I'm probably you know. Staying at Danny Trejo house a couple of days, you know. Cam going to come back an L.A. sellout. You talking about the movie guy? Huh? Y- yes. You know what, Danny Trejo? I know Danny Trejo was the, the first baseman. I don't even know any names like that. Yeah, that's, <laughs> the you know, dude that's, with the tattoo that's, on the chest. Yeah. Okay. That's, you know, my almost old lady's cousin, so we're going to get out there and kick it for a little bit. Oh, you got an um, old lady now? Wow. I didn't say I had an old lady. That's oh, not what I said. Now what yeah, I he's conveniently no, forget the old mo. Was my old lady? How, Wasn't my word. Now you said almost. <laughs> yeah, so my we, old lady. Know, we rock. So we doing that. We doing the Kendrick thing. Um, but but I was gonna tell you. I think they're giving us a ten percent raise in the fall because they supposed to. It's too fucking they're supposed expensive. to. That's what they get. No, they supposed to. You know the um the government, the federal government made it so that they have oh. to give it to uh, everybody. Oh. They're not actually doing us too. a favor. They had us vote yeah. to make it seem like we did something. Because <laughs> you know, because you know, because you know, we haven't been paid a um a raise increase in about twenty years. Oh, see, they actually yeah. been us. We've done three or four percent each year, but I think they're going ten this year. Yeah, each state has the um, and especially the states with um with Republicans in there, they're trying to do that so they can win over the teachers and stuff. So they can vote because you know. Uh, so they can Trump actually be teachers again. Yeah. I heard. I heard Florida was nine thousand short. Yep. Georgia short too. I'm talking about extremely short. You know, yeah, people man. hiring people saying, um, "We'll pay for y'all to go to school. You don't even have to be certified." Mm, yeah. So you know how that is, and the kids I do. I keep do. getting worse. Because you got the parents like the mama who was on there uh, fussing about the McDonald's. <laughs> so, you know, Why aren't you teaching my baby? Why are you only teaching the one? <laughs> Man, your baby, can you, if your baby in the third grade and can't read, that's your problem too now. You should know that. When little John John was up there having a hard time talking about, um, can I get some of them Boston Blakes? <laughs> Not a little John John. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Came with the box. But yeah, man. Man, I I meet you out there in L.A. Man, you tell me the time, man, because I gotta take time off anyway. I'm how at you? Because yeah, we're going. Uh, matter of fact, yeah, I'm gonna shoot you the dates because we're gonna be out there rocking. That should be a fun time. Okay then. Okay then. Cool with me. Cool with me. I'll take days off. Yeah, I might as well. Shit. Then I, uh, I'm getting a raise this year, too, plus that 5%, so that 5%, 10%. So got to use it somewhere. Only live once. I'll be, um, be at SummerSlam, though. 
Since it's in Nashville, Dog, that ain't number four If it was in Memphis, I would be nice. there. You know, my sister lives in Memphis. If it was in Memphis, I would be there, man. I can't quite do Nashville, but thanks. But other side of yeah. the state? Is it that, that big a difference? Other side of the state, for sure. Yeah. That long See, ass weird like Tennessee and Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Memphis is like five hours away and um, Nashville like four. But I'm a, I might be bougie and just fly there because um, I hate long drives. That's really real. Yeah, but um, I'll be there. I'll be there. And you just send me the dates and that's cool too, you know. I'm a, I'm gonna look at just this. Just trying to catch up like you guys, man. You know, you know y'all, you know y'all, y'all guys, man, out here in this wrestling world doing it big. Shit. You know, we trying, man. We trying. Like my man Kaz went back to the bump today, uh, and did uh did the bump and interviewed Liv Morgan and had a fucking ball. Like, yeah, man. You know, we. I don't know. I feel like no nobody's ever gonna hire us. They got to do one Twitter search, and well, at least with me, I think Travis fine. But one Twitter search, mm, different reason. Gonna be like, you know what, Cam? Yeah, we're good. So I'm, I'm fine. How do y'all, how do y'all feel about her winning that? Uh, winning that anyway. So, oh, we talked about it a little bit earlier. I think it's a good move. I, I think Ronda. So okay, I went to SmackDown. Um, Shout out to Radican, who always Radican's like the middleman between the torch and WWE. Whenever we like need tickets for something, he opened so up his the, the one side of his trench coat. Got them, I got some tickets. Yeah, exactly right. He got the trench coat on, but he also got the flashlight. Shout out to Radican. Um, but no, he um made sure I could take the homies to SmackDown Friday before last, and uh, I was with I was with two girls and my homeboy Lee. But the two girls of Ronda came out. They were so hyped. And when we left the show, they were like, yo, I get to say I saw Ronda Rousey. Like, that's still a thing. It don't matter if she's good, bad, or in between. She's Ronda Rousey. So, like, I, I think that that's great. Hey, but, but also, I don't but think other she's wrestling, to um, reporters to tell you, Other wrestling reporters mm-hmm. to tell you that she sucked and, and she ain't making no, um, making no game. But that's interesting. Keep going, brother. Well, no, I'm saying, hey, hey, they saw her on free tickets. You got to remember that part, right? Um, but oh yeah, I think that uh, I, I don't think that Ronda's face run. Like the biggest thing, they ain't got no damn heels. Like she beat Charlotte, but nobody else was was like up there. Like they not gonna have her in there with Becky because Becky's gonna smoke her, right? They not gonna have her in there with Oscar because Oscar is going to be cheered by virtue of what she's done, how she presents herself, and everything she can do. So there wasn't really nothing for Ronda to do right now. Like Raquel, they want to be a baby face. Uh, it looks yeah. like. I, I think it didn't work. I think that didn't work out with her. But go ahead. What were you saying with who? With Raquel. I agree. I, I think, well, here's, well, okay. I saw Raquel in Austin, Texas. They loved her. They loved her. As soon as they said Rodriguez, they loved her. Um, or Gonzalez. Whatever they got her as now. His rivalry gets on TV. Dude. When Lacey came out, there was no reaction. So like, them two together is not helping Raquel, you know. Um, but it's also again, it's a call up that they did not have to fruition. They had her backstage with a bunch of people doing random stuff, and so yeah, I do not think it worked to how it could have worked either. I agree. 
ain't going to never make it work a, because you still got that, that horrible man booking. But yeah. go ahead, Trash. No, no, that's that's really what it comes down to. Because they could have just they could have just kept going with her character um, from her NXT. There was no need to uh, to change things up or to book her any differently than how she was. But that ain't how they do things now. Yeah, when you got that silk lord at the top, um, out here booking everything. Oh, um. Uh, Emperor uh, Palpatine out there. Not Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> <laughs> Not Big Emperor. Uh, that bring me, yep, that bring me back. I said that to Trav them back when he was on Friday with um, Bruce, and they laughed at me saying I was wrong, but hey. I say you were wrong. I love, about that, I love, I love, hey, I love, hey, I love to say it. Yeah, I, I love to come back and um say that to Trav. Hey, nobody just sitting here defending Vince McMahon on none except of these you shows. Trav, except you. Except you, Trav. Play the tape. I want to hear these. Nah, y'all, y'all said, y'all said, I said, that man booking out of fear, man. He, he, first of all, he's the um, greatest promoter of all time, but the worst booker of all time. Yeah. Yeah, that certainly is, uh, is, 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 has held up. It's or becoming as, more as shown real like every that time is true. you say it. Yeah. <laughs> you are making it actually real. Like, we were like, what the fuck are you talking about now? It's like, meh, you know. Oh, no, 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 no. Because he, he defined what the act I actually might have said. I did not defend Vince being Palpatine. I'd probably be like, yeah, he's fucking terrible and evil. But if if you said a specific thing and I, yeah. But he is absolutely the greatest promoter and being exposed as not the genius that he fucking got, gets credit for being because he had a good you know, three year run with a lot of uh, with the greatest fucking roster and a ton of writing. With the guy who became the world's biggest movie star and the right. guy who became maybe the most charismatic podcast star and the guy who's maybe going to usurp him and the guy who sold the most books. Like right. yeah, and the, and and and, oh, and the voice, and the voice, and the voice of wrestling. Around. Wait, no, and the voice of pro wrestling of the last 25 years calling it all. Yeah. Like, do not yeah, downplay yeah, that yeah, part of it. Yeah, maybe the most talented American him. athlete ever. All of that. He had the greatest team around him, too, that was helping him book. He had I said the best, I said the ball. support, I said the, the best, one of the best writing support staffs. Fuck what you, you say about Russo and Ferrara, you know, edited with a, with a with a with somebody there to tell them no, they were not bad. I'm about to say, imagine if you had all these great ideas to shave down, how successful you would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Darrell, I'm kind of, but, I'm hey, kind of agreeing with you. This used to be an asinine <laughs> statement. Now I'm like, you know what? Damn it! <laughs> it be that way. Hey, I, 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 um, I go off the I go off the long game, man. Y'all be looking at the here and now sometimes. Oh yeah, and I be fear. saying stuff to y'all. I be Oracle out here in this in the street. The Oracle. Hey man. Hey man, your boy right here. He the Oracle. He been wearing um Gucci Daddy shorts for thirty years. And you know, and you know, and you and Darrell, you know what you know what me and Rich will come back with. Like where was y'all? Your, where was your predictions? Uh, twenty six, seventeen, eighteen about. The downfall of this character or that character, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna get you on that too because hey, I told you your girl, 
yeah, she got the show, but they was, they was gonna kill America Chavez. Uh, and she ain't going too well in the comments either. <laughs> hey, she, but who? she got she she in the Doctor Strange. That's why they re- all the characters who ever been good in Marvel in Marvel were sorry in the comments. On uh, Iron Man, one shit. Captain America, one shit until they put him in a Marvel movie. I bet they did heard that, you know that, that, that a character you know with know like that. 70, you didn't like not years. another team movie. That was amazing. Anyway. <laughs> like Captain America's got a long run. I don't Marvel, think he was Marvel, Marvel mid was for seventy five years or however long he's been around. Marvel was um the greatest some of the greatest comic book characters have the worst movies. The ones who kept the comic books uh, moving, like a Superman, Spider Man, uh, and you can't even Four. front like Marvel comic book sales were X-Men, Spider-Man, and everybody else. Like that, that's and, and, and who had the worst movies? X-Men, Spider-Man, and Fantastic <laughs> Four. Because they don't have movies. Go back and look at the old Fantastic Four movies. And, yeah, they, no, and, and, and when um, Mr. Fantastic lifted his arm up at the top of the um, limbo um, sunroof. <laughs> Go look at that trash. The old Doom stuff, yeah, it was bad. <laughs> no, they've they've absolutely made turned uh, you know bronze and copper into fucking solid gold, uh, and and revitalized some 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 put the luster back on some solid gold acts too, like the Spider Man and the, uh-huh. probably soon to be Fantastic Four, and you know they'll they'll be yeah. redeemed. So. Think yeah. about it like this. Uh, Iron Man' greatest um, moment was him drink, um devil in the bottle. Him drinking, um, being the um, addict. No, his greatest moment was my address is twelve twenty two fucking Main that Street. Talking that cash shit and got this shit missing. See me? <laughs> Here's your missile, out. motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. On. But um. All this wrestling stuff, though, man, I've, I've been watching it. Everybody gets um, presumed to be um, a genius at first. You know what I'm saying? Tony well, is looked at as a, a genius, We're talking about too, Vince. But he he wasn't a exactly a rookie in 1998. He wasn't exactly a young promoter. <laughs> so, but, all right. Oh, yeah. He had been in the game for too many years. Let's <laughs> wrap this thing up. Hey, Darrell, we back next week, so if you got time. Put us back on your schedule, man. I might. I, I catch y'all on. I catch y'all on Twitch and talk shit. I just came in here to talk shit. That's all, my man. man. And you we'll get on the wrestling Friday. talk. Yes, sir. <laughs> all right, Joe. All right, all right, all right. All right. All right. That uh, that does it for this week. Uh, well, for the live show at least. Rich and I'll be by. If you're listening to this in podcast form, click over. And you're also a VIP member. Click over and and listen to Rich and I talk about uh, talk about all kinds of stuff. It's more something I've actually meant to bring up with you because of the the nature of the schedule the last uh, few months, especially in 2022. We haven't we don't talk about any Marvel shit. We ain't talk about Moon Knight. We ain't talk about mm-hmm. uh, you know we get together. It's usually so much stuff going on or to catch up with. Are mm-hmm. you paying attention to to the weekly Marvel shows still? Saw Moon Knight. Um, I'm like two episodes behind on Miss Marvel, which actually, okay. like, because you know me personally, it kind yeah. of holds a special place to me. So a lot of the things I see, I'm like, yeah, that's <laughs> a lot yeah. for me. 
That's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Um, but that's been good. It's been good. Um, and then I'm I'm plotting out time. Like the thing about having like women as actual just friends is sometimes you go see a movie with them and then you can't go see the movie with anybody else. So who knows when I'll see Thor? <laughs> like. Yeah. 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 If you but, do, um, if yeah, you are able, mix. if you are, uh, if you do escape and do want to go see that, that comes out one, two days, Friday. Uh, uh, yeah. If I see it with you, that's actually kind of safe, so I'll let you know. Um, that's a bit less my trouble mind. than I usually get. Yeah, I definitely want to see. I'm, I'm gonna try to see it opening weekend, but I'm not. I'm not gonna hold my breath. True. Look at your life changing. Look at you being a better person. I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, I was talking about talking to my supervisor this morning. I was like, I'm trying to. I had weekends off since 2016. That, that uh, does to, change a lot, doesn't it? Doesn't that affect like how you want to spend them? I was like, like I was, yeah. I was like, I miss brunch. I was like, I used to go to brunch at least once a month, and now I don't go, and I ain't been. And he's talking about, oh, you go to the park? I was like, yeah. He's like, oh yeah, you better make a reservation. So the pop, the park is on and popping like that these days. That's he. First you got to make a reservation. First of all, you better tell him who you know. Don't let him play you like that. Oh uh, yeah. Come on. Yeah. Reser- I, reser- I thought that was funny because I was like, I ain't never had to wait, but yeah. you know, okay. Reservation. Right. What? On that note, uh, yeah, Cam and I'll be by ne- back next week. So uh, tune in live next week. Click over again if you can. Rich and I'll be by for another hour or so of content. Uh, until next time, appreciate everybody. Thanks for calling. Thanks for uh, shit. I ain't checked the chat room, but thanks for yeah. Somebody was in there. Thanks for chatting and uh, twitching along with us and all those things. We'll get at y'all next week. We out.